Hey guys, this is Ed, Paul, and Anna of Current Brand Media, and we are here to tell you a little bit more about our sponsor. Sportsball is a great subscription service geared towards minor league baseball fans. Each box features a different minor league team. You get a box every three months with minor league baseball gear, including different styles of hats like Ed's favorite, the dad hat. The cost is less than $12 a month. Proceeds from each box goes to More Than Baseball, the only nonprofit dedicated to the well-being of minor league baseball players. We all know that Parents' Days are coming up this summer. So if you've got a mom or a dad or a grandma or a grandpa who are particularly difficult to buy for, but you know they're baseball fans, this is the answer, guys. Meet your new favorite team at sportsballbox.com. Is there anybody there? <laughs> What's up, Dadhead Crew? Ed here. And on this episode, I give you my good friend, Donnie Wise. Listen, we sat down for over an hour, so this is part one, okay? Part one of our conversation that we had together. We talked about baseball, collecting, uh, Yankees, Guardians, what we love, what we don't like. And listen, it was a really good conversation, and it was a great way for you guys to get to know one of the nicest guys out there in the minor league community. So make sure you guys are following him um, while you guys are listening to this episode. But without further ado, guys, I give you the episode. All right. Well, I want to welcome you guys to yet another episode of the Data Chronicles. You guys know me, guys, already by now. You know the voice. My name is Ed. And with me, I have a my very good friend, someone that I've actually met in person. We sat down. We enjoyed a baseball game. My good friend, Donnie Wise. How are you today, man? I'm doing great, Ed. Good, good to be with you. Oh man, we we were just reminiscing before we got on on, you know, we were looking at the at the hats for this whole Marvel thing and we're both, you know, overall in my opinion, I've been very underwhelmed by what has come out. So, uh I bought a couple. I bought two. Uh I don't know how many more I'm going to buy, but other than that I'm like, mer, mer. <laughs> yeah, same here. I've got a couple, got a couple more I want to get. I'm going to wait and see if some 920s come out in a couple of these uh that I want to get. And if not, then I'll just bite the bullet, get some 5950s. Yeah, I get it. I understand. No 49s, no 47s. I mean, no, no 47. I guess the new era this, thing is probably preventing that. I'm guessing, I'm guessing there was a uh, hush hush partnership between Marvel, MILB, and, uh, and New Era and be like, no, we're going to be the ones who are going to handle this. Exactly. And that's it. That's all right. I see, I see how it goes. I mean, I, the, the new 920s have been very good for me. Um, th there's new material. They're very relaxed. They're not as, uh, they're not made from the same materials as the 5950. So I was right. very happy with that. So I've been very happy with the, with the recent ones and someone who like myself, I wear glasses. So like, you know, sometimes the 47s are very hard to wear because of the brim is too curved and I can't wear my glasses at the same time. <laughs> But whatever, right? <laughs> yeah, see, I wear reading glasses, so they're lower on my nose. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> all right. All right. So tell me, um, how and why did you become a fan of this great sport that we call baseball, my friend? Probably like any kid in the 70s. You just, you just started playing Little League. I mean, mm -hmm. I started playing in 75. I was seven years old. Uh, that was actually, I think, pre 
T-ball. I think coach, I, I don't ever remember playing T-ball. Coaches always pitched to us. Mm-hmm. My first year or first couple of years playing Little League, we played with wooden bats. I mean, I'm old. So <laughs> I will chuck to my water. <laughs> I, I actually pulled it out here. I've got my first trophy from what? Mini Mart. 1975 mini mart look at that, that thing the man first team i played on so yeah i still got a box with my old trophies and i was like i'm gonna find this one so mini mart huh mini mart yeah so uh <laughs> that that was when i started 1975 and uh yeah i played uh played all the sports as a kid but baseball was always my love i played football uh you know probably from about nine to 12 years old mm-hmm. something like that um and I, well, I played football in high school and, and stuff too, but it yeah. just never was a, a big love of mine. I wasn't that great at it, but, and I wasn't great at baseball either, but uh, I was better at baseball than anything. And so. just, there's something about it, right? Like it's just, it sticks yeah. with you. Like, I mean, that my, that's my favorite sport still. Yeah. I love, I love football. I love basketball, hockey, all of that fun stuff. But I always come back, you know, I, I always find in every interview I have that I've done so far that is non-baseball related. I find a way to relate it back to baseball. If you haven't noticed that by now, oh, yeah. it's just, it's, it's one of those games that just, once it captures you, it does. I mean, I find myself sometimes even riding by the places that I used to play little league at some of those fields don't even exist anymore. Uh, some of them, you can see where the field used to be, but they've changed it to something else. Um, you know, and I just kind of reminisce on some of that sometimes, but, uh, but I, I just always loved baseball and, um, it just was, like I said, it's the sport I gravitated to. Played on a lot of good teams. That was just the way we were social back in the day, mm-hmm. you know, it was to play little league sports. I mean, we didn't have the stuff these kids have today, technology-wise, to stay in touch. If you wanted to see your friends, you either went out in the yard or the neighborhood, or you went and played sports so you could see them several times a week. You had to get the heck out of the house. That's how exactly. it was. Don't come <laughs> back until you see. If you don't see the streets lights on, don't come back. That's right. Exactly. So. Yeah, I played up until high school. I uh, wasn't good enough to play beyond that. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least I didn't think I was. I mean, the way things are now, I don't know. I probably could have gone to a super small school and just walked on or played and just yeah. kept playing. But I wasn't good enough to play at any. Uh, Heck, or even level. Juco at this point, right? Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. they're they're even playing some serious ball in those uh, in Juco, man. It's, it's insane how they how good a lot of these kids are nowadays. Well, they have so many more options we didn't have back then either. I mean, you played the seasons, you played yeah. the baseball season, then you played football or you played basketball in between. Um, you know, I played some church league rec ball basketball, but you know, I was always ready for spring when, fa- when, when b- baseball would start up and uh, you know, it was, it was always cold in February when you get started, right. but you're ready to get out there and start throwing that ball and um yeah, you start just, getting that itch to start playing, you know, it's like, all exactly. right, let me get the glove ready. Let me get, you know, going. And, you know, that's when you really start getting, you know, pitchers and catchers and start, they show up in February, right? That's when everybody yep. starts like, all right, here we go. Yep. So yeah, I've been, uh, I'm, I'm in my, I don't have a fancy name like Johnny for my room, but I've recaptured <laughs> the room from my kid's game room. Uh, who knows? Maybe I'll come up with a really cool name like Johnny's got for his, but right now is this going to be kind of my memorabilia room? Cause I've got so much stuff in Rubbermaid tubs. <laughs> um, and like I said, I dug out the, I dug out the trophy. I actually, uh, I found my, my high school glove as well. Nice. Look at that. It's still going on. Yeah. It's a, a mag plus man. You got to oil that sucker <laughs> on and keep playing with it. dude. I, I, I want to see how it holds up. I'm going to throw some balls with it at some point and just see, I might have to, uh, 
see about getting it refurbished a little bit. I don't know. We'll see I know a guy. I know a guy. I know the I know the guy you know. <laughs> or know of it. But uh, yeah, I may send it off to him and, and get him to kind of clean it up and, and make sure it's all good. But we'll see. I might go throw some balls in it and just see if it holds up. That's cool, man. I love that. I, I mean, the, the, the sound that that it makes when the ball hits the glove. Yeah, it's there's nothing like it, ain't it? It's yeah. just beautiful sound. Yep. So, yeah, it's uh, like I said, it's, it's been a lifelong love. I've always loved baseball. Um, and like I said, when I got through high school, I when I got done with college, I started coaching. I just yeah. wanted to be around baseball. Mm-hmm. I didn't even have kids. My wife would come out to the games. Um, I coached little league for probably five years before four or five years before we even had kids. And, no way. Yeah, I yeah. I started out with a nine and 10 year old group uh, mm-hmm. at the local rec center. And, uh, as those two, uh, or as those kids moved up, uh, to the next level, the dads that I had, I moved up with them to, you know, to the next level, 11, 12, on up to 13, 14. I just kind of kept moving up and, uh, had a lot of fun with that. Got to, uh, to coach with a, a team that went to the state championship in little league. Nice. Um, yeah, we, we lost on a very bad call. I got I got a little uh, angrier than I should have, but it was just the emotion took me over. And oh, of course, you, know, you get involved in it, and you you're break so a invested. In half, and you're not setting a good example for the kids. So I had to <laughs> kind of catch myself there a little bit. But it was just disappointing for the kids that you know play at the plate yep. and all. I mean, but uh, you know, it was it was fun doing that. And then I started doing uh, coaching with. Uh, fall baseball and some travel teams. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, yep. 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 Did a little bit of even uh college summer league in the early stages of some of that in this area, helping a guy run the team. I didn't necessarily coach the team, but I helped him run a college summer league team that played out of Newberry college for a few years. That's and, pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, it was kind of the early state. It was actually before the CPL or maybe in conjunction sort of with that. It was, um, gosh, I'd have to look it back up, but it was, uh, it was, some of the teams in the CPL, like the Florence Red Wolves, were part yeah. of that, but they were the Flamingos was, now. Yeah. So it was, but it, I mean, we're talking like back in the late 90s. So I mean, mm-hmm. it's way back in the day of this early start of that stuff. Like around. when it really started, you know, yeah. The, the Coastal Plain League. Yeah. Love it, man. So. Look at you. <laughs> so, what position did you play? <clears throat> I you was an playing? outfielder. Okay. I was, you know, a buck 45, wiry <laughs> little guy. And, uh, you know, just, just roaming the outfield. I always loved the outfield. Yeah. I've always wanted to play catcher. I'm six foot two. And then my knees are not, you know, they were never really good. And so I could never, I played maybe like, I think it was like half a season in high school, but at that point I already knew that it was already too late for me. And it was just, you know, I had to hang them up, you know? Yeah. I'd like to play the infield. I didn't have the guts to play third base. (laughs) The high corner, huh? (laughs) That's right. But, uh, you know, I, I could have probably played short or, or second, but I just, I've always loved the outfield. I just love getting out there in the outfield and chasing fly balls and tracking stuff down. And di- I love diving for balls. That was always <laughs> fun for me. I did that all the way through softball until I got too old to realize that, uh, I shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> you shouldn't be diving at this age. Yeah. You go out there for, you know, you go all out on the softball field and next thing you know, you're, you know, you're in your mid thirties and your, your ribs are hurting and you're like, ah, maybe I shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> I'm 41. No, and you're like, and, you know, you don't get, uh, uh, recover as easy as you used to when you're wearing your twenties. Yep, exactly. It takes you a couple of days just to recover from a run. <laughs> 
<laughs> I um I actually got to play. This was kind of cool too. I almost had forgotten about it. I played in an over thirty league as a twenty eight year old. I was okay. trying to get involved with some some uh, adult baseball, and each team could carry two guys under thirty on their team. Mm-hmm. And so I found a local team here in Lexington, and uh, we we wore the Texas Rangers hats and uh, played as the Rangers. And it was a, it's funny because a lot of the guys that were playing in that league were guys that were coaching high school baseball here that just still wanted to play. Yeah, just and, still uh, had the itch. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I played some first base in that and some outfield, but uh, I realized after about two seasons, I I still I couldn't catch up to some of these pitches even at that age anymore. I mean, these, just, these guys were still bringing it pretty good. Yeah, that's just crazy, right? Like, I mean, it's just one of those things. Is you're you know, you just gotta realize. I'm like, I don't think I can anymore. It's yeah. you know, <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not, I can't swing that bat as fast as I used to. That's right. <laughs> I went back to softball. <laughs> softball, yeah. I, I'm with you. Yep. I think I eventually want to get back into playing, but I think it'll be uh, softball instead of uh, baseball. Softball, I can hit, right? Like, I mean, you can do that, you know, here and there. And then the ball doesn't hurt as much as exactly. a baseball. <laughs> I think I could probably enjoy softball again. I, like I said, I played for a lot of years, but uh, then I got just too busy with other things, but I'd yeah. like to get back into that and, and, and maybe find a place where I could play. Uh, you know what? I'm with you there. That's the same thing. I'm like, I, I, I want to get back into that. You know, now that I'm living down here, it's just, I want to make sure I, I want to do something, stay active. Exactly. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, okay. So let's talk about, um, because you alluded this already because you already took over your room and you know, your kids all room. Um, so one, how how did you get started collecting? And two, you know, is the wife also helping the addiction? Um, you know, like my wife is now at this point. Um, helping is probably not the word you should be using for either of us in that. <laughs> right, <situation>. you're right. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are probably rolling their eyes as much as I was like uh, why? Each other. <laughs> yeah, like really another thing. Yeah, um, yeah. As a kid, again, it started with the baseball cards. I mean. I, uh, I, I just used to love getting packs of baseball cards and reading mm-hmm. the backs of the cards and learning about the players. And, yeah. um, I mean, I got to the point where I had a shoe box that I like went and got duct tape and I taped the whole shoe box up in silver, the lid and everything and, and wrote on it, you know, the baseball cards and stuff. So my mom wouldn't get rid of them. And, um, <laughs> I started keeping some of the better ones in notebooks and sleeves and I probably have some pretty good ones, uh. I don't have a lot of great ones, but, uh, yeah. you know, I got the, I got the Griffey when upper deck Griffey rookie card, when it came out, I've got one of those in, in great mint condition. Wow. Uh, that that's worth to. some money, dude. But, uh, yeah, I've got, I, I, in fact, I got to the point where I had so many cards, I was going to the flea market some Saturdays and selling cards to get more money to buy more. And, <laughs> I was like, uh, just I don't need these. That. You can send them over to somebody yeah, else that needs I've, it. I've got boxes and boxes of just common stuff. But um, in fact, another thing I grabbed right here, just so I had it, this was, this was my uh, uh, prize possession cards went into the tackle box. Now, so, <laughs> I was just going to say, this, that, that's a and, tackle box. That's, yeah, it's that's got a little some... sticker on here. that says, I love baseball. And then for some reason, I've got a Go Falcons sticker. I don't know why, because I've never <laughs> been a Falcons fan. But um I was going through uh, this not too long ago and I've got markers and pens and stuff and all kinds of different cards in here. Um, 
sets of cards uh, in different little boxes and all that team sets. That's amazing. Um, yeah, I've got uh, I've got some uh, somewhere in here. I've got uh, single cards. Michael Jordan. I think I've got some White Sox Michael Jordan cards. I've got Jordan basketball card. So it all started with that. It really just started with cards. Um, and then I always was, uh, like an autograph, not really a autograph hound or anything, but yeah, I just always liked the idea of trying to get something autographed if I could. Um, and so, you know, over the years I tried to get either a baseball autographed or pictures or something. Um, yeah. I, in fact, I have over my left shoulder back here, I, um, I showed that to, uh, Eric and Johnny, uh, recently and uh that's my mattingly uh eight by ten don mattingly don mattingly he is my guy he's he's the guy that i've just been a huge fan of since he came into the league it was like all of a sudden i get a baseball card with my name on it donnie i'm like oh wow don mattingly i'm like donnie baseball you know it's like i just connected with him over that because it just was one of those things and i was a yankees fan uh just still randomly. is so still is so uh so yeah, that's I've I've actually got the eight by ten that he signed, and um, all three of his rookie cards framed in that shadow box together there. And I bought I bought all those cards when they came out as parts of team sets. So they're that and they've been in that glass forever. So they haven't been they haven't seen the the air of of the earth for years. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! <laughs> yeah, that's one of my most prized autograph possessions, but. Uh, You'll have to listen to the uh, Earn Fun Average podcast. Which I, I don't like those guys. Next week, um, I don't like those guys. No, we don't need to listen to them. By the time this comes out, it will have already been out. But that you, you'll get the story of me getting that autograph. I don't want to. Uh, no, no, no! Don't give it away. No, because that. that's a, that's give that away. yeah, that's specific to their episode and <laughs> exactly. I, honestly, guys, you know they're really cool people. So you definitely guys got to listen to hit their their podcast. It's really okay. good. They're hilarious. Make sure you guys are following them. So yeah, I've uh, I've always liked to collect autographs. Like I said, I I got I'd get like a program or something. I'd try to get you know players to autograph it. I started going to the uh, the Hootie and the Blowfish golf tournament when they started their Monday after the Masters tournament back in the yeah. mid nineties. Uh, the company I worked for printed all the signage, so I would always get an inside the ropes pass, and so that was great. I would carry cards and pictures and stuff i met george brett got a uh, autographed picture of george brett Whoa. Uh, you know shannon sharp uh brett Favre, a uh, lot of different athletes a lot of different celebrities and stuff so i've got a, a bunch of those programs autographed uh in fact i got nick faldo's autograph the day after he won the masters in 96 he came over he was supposed to play in the tournament and because he won the masters uh he didn't come play in it but he did make an appearance and uh, so I got his autograph the day after he won the masters. I've got a lot of golf autographs and got golf flags from the masters. That's cool. Um, and, uh, very fortunate. I've got the original big three. I got one flag that has both Jack Nicholas and Arnold Palmer on it. Uh, I've got what? a separate flag that I got Gary player on, uh, tiger's the only one I haven't got. I, that's one I wanted to try to get. Um, that, that will be cool too, to have. To the I've collection. actually got a uh, a picture I took of Tiger uh, at the Masters from behind him standing on the practice green. I blew it up to a poster and kind of posterized it. So yeah. It almost looks like a painting of just the blue sky and him in the black with the Nike and Tiger Woods logo on the back of his hat. That's the one thing I'd love to get autographed one day. That will be cool to get. Yeah. Took. 
It's not just some random thing. So that will be cool to have that. Like, you know, he's like, Hey, Tiger, can you sign this real quick for me? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I used to order some autographed baseballs back in the day. You could, you could go on, uh, not really online. You'd see them like in uh, magazines and stuff, or you can mm-hmm. just like send off for an autographed baseball. And so I got a few of those as well. And uh, so you have a, a, a variety of collecting items that, you're you know you're, you would fill multiple rooms is what you're telling me oh yeah yeah i mean it's just boxes of stuff i've got things like you know i went to detroit tigers spring training i've got a foam claw from the detroit tigers <laughs> uh you know in lakeland we went down there and uh i've got some hockey stuff we used to have the columbia inferno hockey team i've got a columbia inferno that's uh, cool because they don't they're not around anymore no no they're, they've been defunct since like 2008 and uh or no, 2000. Yeah, I think it was around 2008. That's cool. Actually, man. it might have been before that. I think, I think, yeah, it's been before that. But uh, yeah, so I've, I've got lots of different things. Like I said, I got flags, I've got pictures, I've got programs, and a whole um, bunch of hats. Let's not forget the, the most important part. This is how you and me connected was the hats. That's your fault. You got me started on that <laughs> <laughs> more so than I used to. Uh, no, I shouldn't say you got me started. I used to have a huge hat collection. Yeah. And somehow I've, I've in, in several moves, I misplaced a lot of those hats. Yeah. I, I do have some in one of these boxes. I have a couple that I, I really did make sure to save. Um, at one point, I purged a lot of hats that I had. They weren't, you know, like today's hats. They weren't fancy ones. A lot of them were snapbacks and stuff that were fairly inexpensive, mm-hmm. but they were some cool logos I wish I still had. Um, some of them I actually gave away to a, uh, um, to the, um, men's mission. Uh, I took a whole garbage bag full of hats down to local, uh, charity for, for, for the Oliver gospel mission for, uh, you know, for homeless men. Cause everybody wants a hat. Everybody needs a hat. So I took a lot of them there and, um, and sadly I may have taken both bags, not realizing I took the bag of the ones I wanted to keep, but I'm not sure yet. <laughs> oh man. But, yeah. There's a few I wish I had. I, I, in fact, I rebought two or three of those. I posted, I think a few of those. I bought the old Greensboro bats mm-hmm. that I used to have that had the Yankees logo on it. Uh, there was a Carolina mud cats when I used to have with the pirates logo on it. I still remember exactly where I bought that hat originally. And I, I always loved that hat because that pirate logo was cool. Even though I wasn't a big pirates fan. Yeah, but everybody loves the pirates. So that's the yeah. thing, though, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah. And I had family in Pittsburgh, so that was kind of a little bit of a connection. But um, so, yeah, I've got all kinds of stuff. I, in fact, I found going through the box, finding some stuff before tonight. I've got something. Um, I'm going to try to send this to Paul Caputo. Maybe he'll get it before this comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know why I have it. But, you know, the old collectible uh, plates that you used to hang on the wall? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna reach over and grab this one. I'm gonna show it to you. I'll get your see reaction it, yeah. before I even say what it is. In fact, I may not say what it is because I don't know if I'll get it to. I may try to get it to him before. Let's take but a this look. This is this is definitely something. It's even got the uh, you know all the the paperwork with it, certificate of authenticity. And again, I have no idea other than I was just my my mom might have been collecting these things. And and anyway, I got this one. That. Look at that, man. Oh, yeah. He would definitely love that. He <laughs> so, would... Yeah. It's like, I have no idea why I have this, <laughs> but, you know, it's one of these, what's this called? The, uh, the Bradbury or the, yeah, the Bradbury or Bradford exchange or something like that. It's got all the, uh, 
yeah yeah all kinds of stuff like the records and stuff on the back and that's cool but yeah really he would cool artwork so he would geek out to that thing yeah so i may i may send that off to him and uh you know i'll, I'll we'll, we'll we'll keep it between us you know what it is i know what it is I, and hopefully I, yeah he gets it i never saw it that's what drops <laughs> what i'm saying is that i never saw it i don't know what it is so you know he's gonna have to eventually find out by himself yep so uh <laughs> i've got um in fact i've got this is cool cool back here too um so i can reach and grab it mm -hmm. i had a friend who uh when we got actually a roommate of mine from college um he was on the five-year plan and I was on the four-year plan. So after he got out of school, he went to work up in the DC area mm -hmm. and he's a big baseball fan. He's a Dodger fan. I don't know how he became a Dodger fan in South Carolina, but I was a Yankees <laughs> fan in South Carolina. So I was just going to say like you're, you're a Yankees <laughs> fan, but, um, but he went to Camden yards a bunch for games and he was at the Cal Ripken breaking the record game. He's got a six pack of, the commemorative six pack of Coca-Cola bottles. Wow. Look at that, that thing, dude. Um, he got me a t-shirt from the game. I've actually got a t-shirt that they were selling that night that, uh, you know, commemorates him breaking the record. I need to get that framed. I just got it folded in a box somewhere. If he you get that this, sign too, that will be cool. Yeah. He also got me this, uh, this baseball that commemorates it. It's, uh, an official American league baseball, with orange stitching on it man look at that thing yeah yeah so uh you know it's just a lot of cool stuff just i you know th anything like that i just love to to, to collect yeah a little different things that are just interesting that is unique that you know you will be able to able to do that like that's why it's like i got a you know game worn helmet right now for the month because yeah. i just recently got so things like that like that you know that just catches your eye yeah. those are the cool things right like i mean May, it may not be um of value to other people but to you that means a lot because you can connect it to a to a story connected to something to where you met a person or something like that right exactly so. exactly yeah and it's funny because you look at some of these things you forget about them for years and then all of a sudden like i said i started going through some of these boxes and i pull something out and it just brings back a memory like you can almost remember where you were when you got it kind of thing it's like wow that's just you know pretty cool there because sometimes i can't remember from yesterday but i can remember things like that right but you that gives you that that automatically as soon as you see it you're like there it is i, yeah. I remember that day and this is what happened exactly so lot, lots of cool nostalgia like that and, and just neat things and um i uh my stepfather was here uh over the weekend and i had found they him and my mom lived in um near Daytona, Florida, when I was in college mm -hmm. and, and he worked for the cable company there. And so, uh, this is from September 15th to 1990. He got two tickets and these are really cool, um, commemorative tickets for the dedication of the Jackie Robinson statue at the Daytona Tortuga stadium. Oh my God, dude, that's amazing. Yeah. It's like really cool, sort of like a ticket, but it's like parchment paper um oh you definitely gotta get that frame really dude cool. yeah i've got two i got the, both of them I, I i thought i only had one and i was digging through some other stuff and i came across the second one so i've got both his tickets from the statue dedication at 11 30 a.m in the old timers game at 12 30 p.m on saturday september 15th 1990 so uh thought that was very cool I, I i didn't get to go to that i was married and working at the time 
and uh, living here in South Carolina. But yeah, Jackie Robinson Ballpark, Daytona Beach, Florida. That yeah. is cool. Yeah. So just little things like that. I mean, it's just. Oh, do you? Gonna I just help? find all these things interesting. Yeah, I mean that's why we're having a conversation about this exactly. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what else would be in these these boxes? I mean, I I've got books. There's some books I've read, some I haven't. Um, I've got a couple here that you'll appreciate. I got the old uh, bow nose bow. Oh my god, look at that thing with his help with yeah. the football uh, pads and everything. Yeah, I love that book. That book came. I don't even remember when that came out, but Dick Shap helped him write that book and uh, oh. the buys. Got one from the boss. Wow, look at that. And look at that haircut. <laughs> and there's lots of other books here. Lots, I got a lot of the, a lot of books I still haven't read. So I'm not a big reader, but I need to get back into reading. I I, I want to finish here. a couple of other baseball books that I've I've seen and um some of these I've got to get through. So I like it. That's awesome, though. Like I mean, same here. I got a whole bunch of books here that I know that I've I've, I've wanted to get and and I haven't had a chance to read them. But, you know, it, they're just there. And then I'm like, OK, I got to get this going, you know. So because I have one that I'm going to be hopefully reading soon is the uh, I was right on time. The Buck O'Neill book. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's one of those things that you're like, yeah, you got to, you know, I got to have find some time like you. Exactly. What I do now is I get them in audiobooks, so I can when I go running or working out, I listen <laughs> to them. That's how it is now. <laughs> that's that's what I should probably do some of. I'll, I have to look into that. <laughs> there it is. See, and get yourself was, an audible account, of, and you're good to go. Yeah, I've been listening to some of the podcasts on some of my walks and stuff that I've been doing lately. So nice, I like it. Hey, that's a good way to stay healthy. I like it, my friend. I, I like it. I started. Um, I started doing that with Pat Larson yep. first of October when he said he was going to walk at least 30 minutes every day. And he and I, I said, I want some of that. So he and I actually have DM'd each other every day, a screenshot of our, our walking, how many that, miles and how, you know, whatever it is off of our little apps. And love so we, it, we man. started doing that in October. And then, um, there was a, uh, St. Jude was doing 60 miles for November mm -hmm. to raise money. I'm like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do 60 miles in November. And I hit 60 miles on Sunday. I still got 10 days to go. Congratulations. So I'm a, I told, I, I told Pat, I said, I'm going to try to get a hundred miles in November. I got 10 days. I got to average four miles a day. And you can said, do that. I'm going to do it too. So, so Pat's with, in with me. We're going to both try to get a hundred miles in, in, in the month of November. So that guy, he's such a, he's, <laughs> he's, so, he, he's so nice. I can't wait to meet him. I have not met him yet, but he oh, he's a horrible guy. A Super horrible. Yeah, no, he's not a he's not a good guy at all. No one likes <laughs> him. You know, he's he's absolutely the worst. <laughs> totally kidding. Yeah, we're gonna try to do a home home weekend where I go to Gwinnett and then he comes to Columbia. And if we can time it right, we may do a uh, Gwinnett uh, Fireflies and a uh, Blowfish game. Oh. Uh -oh. so maybe get two over here and one over there. Maybe uh, one weekend. So. I got to get me to a blowfish game. Definitely for sure. I got to get that one. I love that baby blue hat that I have from the blow, yeah. the blowfish is one of the coolest hats out there. So, uh, uh yeah. yeah, definitely got to get down there for that. Um, so that's how I'm actually, you know, you and me met in person at a Columbia Fireflies game. Oh, yeah. I remember it like, you know, I was like, hey, I'm going to be going down there. Let me know. And then, boom, you sent me a message and I'm like, absolutely. Let's meet up. And actually, we spent the whole night you just hanging out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I had that four top table and I told you, I said, hey, I, I, I'm not inviting anybody else to the game because you were coming and Jim was coming. Yep. I'm like, hey, you guys do your thing. And uh, if y'all get a chance. 
there's two seats here and you know, y'all got done pretty quickly. The first couple of innings, y'all kind of had most of what you wanted. I mean, yep. Jim still did a few things. I was glad to drink a beer with him and chug that on, on his, his uh, show and all that. But uh, yeah, that was just a great night of just us hanging out, talking baseball, watching baseball. And it was a beautiful um, night too. Wasn't it? Like, oh, I mean, it was just perfect night for baseball. Yeah. It's like, you know, third week of April is just starting to get warm, but it's got a little bit of chill, but not much. And yeah, mm-hmm. that was a great night. And, that that kind of led to me meeting a lot of other people. You know, there were several that I missed that came to Fireflies games that we saw on Twitter that they were there when I was there and we missed each other. But uh, you know, that was the one thing about this whole community that I really love and still love is is all these people I've connected with through this Twitter yep. baseball community and um and just the guys I got or people I got to meet. I won't say all guys because I uh, met Lynn and Heck, I did three games with Lynn Smith this year. She, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I get, I got to, uh, I got to meet Dominic. Uh, he came down for a Fireflies game. Uh, Lynn was here for a Fireflies game, and then she went a few days for some other games and came back to a Blowfish game. So she and I did both games here. Then, um, you know, I did a couple of games with Colin Wilson, and and you know, he's. I'd like to see where that kid goes in a few years. I like his blog he did about each game and yep. kind of like a little travel log. That was pretty cool. And, um, you know, randomly ran into Virgil at a game that, you know, wasn't another playing. nice just, guy, right? Yeah. Another great guy. I just, I saw his picture and I'm like, Oh, he's over there behind home plate. And I messaged him and he's like, I'll come sit down there with you. And he kind of got out from behind, behind home plate and we sat and talked and had a good time. And, and then Lynn, you know, decided to uh, come to Chicago. Me and my wife were in the, chicago area the first of october and i was going to do a cubs game and she's like i'd love to do a cubs game i'm like well, i'll buy you a ticket come on let's go <laughs> so she came to chicago we did a third game with her in chicago and uh nicest lady there is Lynn. oh man so so nice and so there's a lot of other people i want to get the games with i've got a couple i'm hoping to uh definitely or not hoping i'm definitely planning to to do something with next year mm-hmm. um i've got uh you know a bunch of tickets for bananas games which you and i talked about one of those yep. for, for you guys um that i went ahead and got and uh so i'm hoping to catch some of the the games uh with with people there some of my friends are going to go to the local games and some of the places i'm going to travel to i'm hopefully meet up with some people at those games that'll be cool though because like i mean um you'll get to experience it in you know other places and you get to meet all the people i think that's you know to me when and we're talking about our community is that uh it, it is that right is the yep. fact that you get to meet people, you get to hang out with people um, and you become friends, you know, with them, with a lot yeah. of them. Right. It's and you just that's what you you cherish. Right. Like, I mean, you pull up something, you know, like, you know, my daughter has a little piggy bank that you sent her. <laughs> right. And, and then automatically you start, you know, reminiscing about the time that you hung out and things like that. And it's just that's just great. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. It's, it's just fun. I like, I don't have a lot of close friends that love baseball. Like I do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of them will go to games. I mean, all my friends have gone to fireflies games, but they see it more for what it really is in the minor leagues. It's just a night out socially. And there's just a yep. baseball game kind of going on back there. And you kind of, you keep up with it a little bit when something exciting happens, you're involved, but at the end of the night, most of the time you probably can't even tell who did what, you know, you no, just, you, no, you, right. You, just, you were at a game, but I don't even remember who did what, unless it was a certain one that hit a home run. Um, in fact, I've even thought next year, I might try to keep a book just 
so I have a more mem- more of a better memory of of the game. <laughs> trying to <laughs> see that's something that I never got into is you know scoring a game. Uh-huh. Uh, I suck at, at it. I'll be the first <laughs> one to tell you I am horrible when it comes to scoring a game. Um, but it'll be cool to learn and to do that, right? Like just sit through a full game, yep. you know, not move and just, you know, actually score that. That'll be, that'll be cool to go. You know, the, my, uh, some of the good people that I met, you know, Kelly, uh, and his wife, Christina, right. Oh, you yeah. know, when we first met in, uh, in Ohio, when I was still living there, went to a Lake Erie crushers. Right. And then yep. he busted out his, you know, no pen. And I'm like, dude, I, you know, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm I, I'm so bad at it, but that's cool that you get to do that and you get to keep that as a record, just like Virgil. Virgil yeah. does the same thing. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, and uh, I, I forgot to mention meeting Kelly and Christina. That was that was a, a highlight for me to to meet those guys. And uh, you know, we hung out uh, at a bar up the road for a little bit before the game, and then hung out at the game. I got to to be his videographer for his. Uh, I kind of weaseled into that. I'm like, I'll go down there on the field and, and video you doing your first pitch. And Love it. Like, yeah, sure. So I kind of got down there with that. And smart man. Like, that no, yeah. that's a very smart man. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. But uh, they they were great people to hang out with. And uh, I had hoped we were going to meet up with them in Chicago, but it didn't work out. But definitely going to get back up to their area and see some games up around the Chicago area. The dogs. I think the Chicago dogs. I'd like to get to and a couple others in that area so uh, yeah same here like I, I there's some some teams that i want to get to know to go and watch a game up there definitely want to get to a northwoods league uh, game that'll mm-hmm. be some something cool like kenosha i want to go up there yep. traverse city um you know some some battle jacks game so i want to get out there and, and get to experience that because yeah, be cool. exactly i um well going back real quick to the book thing um, my senior year in high school, I pretty much was the bench coach and that's where I learned to keep a book. <laughs> yeah. I didn't play as much as a senior. Uh, I got in there some, but I was kind of more of a, a bench guy. Um, and that, that's where I learned to keep it. And then I would keep the book for, uh, for a lot of the, uh, like all stars and travel teams that I did, mm-hmm. uh, when I was helping coach a lot of that stuff. So I've always had fun doing that. And I just, uh, in fact, at one year I printed out my own sheets cause I wanted them to be formatted the way I like to, to score <laughs> the boxes and stuff. So I, I kind of went on the computer and sort of went into Adobe and created my own sheet. And I don't know if I got that file or not, but I may do that again and have myself my own little scorebook. There you go. I love that, man. Yeah. That's amazing, dude. I love that. I love that a lot. I hope you guys enjoy that episode with Donnie. Now, now you guys know that this is only part one, okay? Part two is next week. Make sure you guys come back to listen and finish the conversation. Obviously, my famous, not so famous questions will be on part two. But obviously, you guys already know Donnie's one of the nicest people out there, okay? So make sure you guys are following him. He's on Instagram and he is also on uh, on Twitter, okay? Uh, I, like I said, I cannot speak highly of them because he is just one of the coolest dudes out there, okay? But before I go, a couple of things. Let's take care of some business, and then I'll give you guys the dad joke of the episode. Make sure you guys are following me on Twitter and Instagram. I put the links right there on the notes. Make sure you guys are you know, giving the episode and the podcast five stars, thumbs up, whatever you guys do on each of your platforms, so that way the, uh, the episode and the uh, show gets noticed for more people. The more people we notice, the better it is. You know how this goes, okay? But again, I want to thank you, all of you, for listening this new year has been awesome so far uh expect new and better things coming from the dad hat chronicle all right now that we got that part out of the way here is the joke the dad joke of the episode and this week it comes from my very good friend paul caputo 
guys got to listen to his podcast as well. It is really good. Here we go. How come you can't trust atoms? Because they make up everything. All right, all right. I see myself out. And guys, until then, keep on grinding and always support the minor leagues. See ya. This podcast is part of the Curved Brim Media Network. Here are some of the other members of Curved Brim Media. Hi, this is Ed Rivera of the Data Chronicles. Join me as I interview people just like you and players, coaches, GMs on the path that led you to become a fan of the sport. I'm Paul Caputo, and on the Baseball by Design podcast, I talk to minor league baseball teams, designers, and other super interesting people about what these minor league baseball logos mean. And I talk a little bit about ice cream helmets. What's up, Bucketheads? I'm Anna DiTomaso, and each week on the Baseball Bucket List podcast, I speak with a different fan about their favorite baseball memories, what the game means to them, and what's left to check off on their baseball bucket list. Hey guys, this is Patrick Larson from the Minor League Baseball Hat History Series. And in every episode, I go through the history of minor league teams through my personal collection of hats. You can find me on Twitter at at PatLarson1. I hope you guys enjoy. This is Patrick. And Corey. Of BaseballMapper.com. And we have made an interactive map to help highlight all baseball teams from the majors down to collegiate summer leagues. We want to bring you closer to baseball. So get on the site and find a team near you today. Learn more about Curve Brand Media at curvebrandmedia.com.